This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, what's going on? Hey, John. Well, we're going back to something that we don't normally talk a whole lot about on on the show. And that's like DC event series. Yeah. DC. What does DC stand for? Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> you mean the other company? Yeah. We, the we, company that is not Marvel that publishes comics still publishes comics, as they told yes. us last year. Yes. So, which what what series from DC are we going to be talking about this time? Well, it's like this is like their last a major event series. This would be Death Metal or Dark Knights Death Metal, the uh, follow up to um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's um, best selling like, event series from a couple of years back. Which uh, longtime readers will recall that I was not quite as um, big on as a lot of other people were because, you know, while I appreciated like their attempts to like go really big and even work in like the uh, like um, certain vertigo elements to the to the event series um snyder has a big weakness whenever he tries to go big and all and that's basically when like you know he's trying to build up his characters and the, and like it's like their momentum it then basically reveals that nope everything they were doing was like was just like not good it was like in the service of, like you know what the bad guys were up to and all and that kind of happened a whole lot like over the course of of the original um dark knights metal series it's like just whenever the series was like looking like where they're trying to like get a it's like get one over on the bad guys nope it's like they were um kind of screwed and all it's like it was just like it wasn't until the very end that they were able to like put one over on like on barbados and like the batman who laughs it's like that they were able they were able to win you know mainly because you know the plot demanded they win at the end of this six issue series so there you go but that was only the start of things because after um, Dark, Knight's, Dark Knight's Metal um, I kicked off or like ended, that's when um, Snyder took over um, Justice League and started write, uh, writing that himself and um, started setting up an even bigger story. Basically, after the uh, destruction of the Source Wall at the end of the uh, uh, end of Dark Knight's Metal, well, it's like that that released a uh, like an like a piece of energy known as a totality which is basically like all the some knowledge of like of the universe it's like and yeah i could just like get into detail it's basically it but snyder is like snyder and um his buddy james t and fourth's um supporting role run on on just league was all about um like setting up the idea core ideas of justice versus doom basically like the good guys justice league setting up the idea that yeah you know it's like everyone's like it's like 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 everyone had everyone's entitled like to justice and all it's like you know, you have to like live up to your best ideas and all and then yet lex luther and his like legion of doom on the other side be saying yeah you know what no one's gonna care about that everyone it's everyone for them for themselves you just gotta like the, you just gotta like um grab what you can while you've got the chance and this led to um luther's siding with the uh imprisoned um creator of the uh, dc multiverse on perpetua to uh like create a uh like a a version of a, a version of this of this multiverse that was like that was cascading towards doom, and I think that um, and for the most part, I think Snyder's uh, Just League run, well, it was uneven, like for lack of a better term, because like he, like he, it, his um whole like you know feeling of like oh you know it's like we're just trying to like go go bigger and all with each with each discussive arc, and also his here's some propensity to just kind of like nope. Um, any kind of struggle and all, because that's that's really what I want to see in my 
It's like in my comic stories, like even when like, you know, the good guys are up against ultimate evil, I want to know that ultimate evil is actually struggling, that they're actually kind of like, you know, that they're facing like, you know, problems that they're actually having to work in order to um, like defeat the good guys. And um, that, that wasn't really well articulated over the course of his um, justice league run, especially at the end when, um, it's like when in his fi final volume of um, his Justice League run, the Justice Doom War, well, it looked like, you know, the good guys were like all set for, for a win when um, it's like when it suddenly, it suddenly revealed that, oh, wait, the uh, multiverse actually voted towards Doom and Perpetual wins. Ha <laughs> ha! Game over, everyone. It's like, oh, except for this, like, this last-ditch effort that the Phantom Strangers cooked up to let everyone, like, go through this door in order to, like, risk everything on this last gambit. Which is basically a big old tease towards like, hey, you know what? You want to know how the uh, final um, battle between um, Justice and Doom turns out? Well, read Dark Knights Death Metal. That's what we got here. And um, yeah, I didn't need any further prompting in order to read this series because, you know, it's like DC has always had kind of a tough, um, it's like, like way to, uh, you know, show you how, what, what is that there for the for the DC universe? It's like as it's propelled through these like various events. Marvel has done this like really well for a really long time, but um, I think that um, in in tying um Snyder's uh, Justice League run directly to Death Metal, it's like it kind of like it really kind of kneecapped that final volume because hey, you know, it's like okay, I I like Snyder's work generally and um i like um like at new morning he's working with um greg capullo but um like to just like say like hey you know what you want to know how how this just league run is really going to turn out go read death metal yeah it's like i i didn't need that but here we are anyway and here we are with um death metal itself it's basically um starts off with um a uh, like with, with Sergeant Rock, I'm um, talking to you, telling you about like you know how things are and how it's like and I can what what the stakes are before it's like before I um jumping over to show you that you know this is a this is another dystopian version of the DCU where um the Batman who laughs is um running things like while Perpetua um murders the uh, last like the last resisting um universes like in the dc multiverse in order to turn it fully towards doom it's like and it didn't allow her to to uh, take to um to assert her ver her version of a of a multiverse where all its um inhabitants are apex predators it's like in order to like say in order to show show the show her show her creators that you know she was right after after all but you know, it's like you got the Batman who laughs, who is just like running the D DCU now. It's like, and he's, it's like, and you know, he's like, you know, like, like lording over like, uh, like Wonder Woman. Ah, it's like Har Harley Quinn. It's like uh, Aquaman. It's like all these, all these other um, people who are like representing aspects of the D of the D of the DCU. It's like, and once you know it, like this is actually. Um, this series, it's like, it's actually unique in the sense that it's an event series that is more focused around Wonder Woman than it is around Superman or Batman. Yeah, it's like um, the Dark Knight and the Man of Steel do get their um, big moments in this series. It's like, yeah, it's kind of surprised. It's always kind of fun when you see that, hey, you know, it's like Batman shows up 
it's like in the dark night in the batman last um backyard with um and he's wearing a and he's wearing a black lantern ring and he's like sending all these like undead soldiers including jonah hex like after him well it's like that's kind of like what i appreciate about this series more than anything else it's like the fact that um snyder and capullo have basically labeled this series an anti-crisis where um previous dc crises um have tried to uh it's like you know like are a bit more reductive in the sense that like they're taking out the parts of the dcu that don't work well death metal is all about just like like saying that everything of the dc universe like from its inception has worked and we're just gonna, like gonna add even more crazy stuff from the beginning it's like yes like this is like this includes like whole lots of cra crazy ass batman like we got like a batman who is a t-rex who um when wonder woman says like yeah it's like sure you're a batman but can you throw like um batarangs using your um using your puny ass forearms it's like yes i'm working on it it's like yeah it's like i i can, I can get behind that the idea but then you've also got like um the batman who was a baby so you got like um bathome like a batman who was just, like an evil sorcerer like um it's like like a batman who's also a uh it's like it's like a uh it's like um a, like a ro like a giant um like four four wheeler truck right out of um like a mad Ma mad max movie it's like that kind of, like that kind of stuff it's it's all about just like you know, saying that everything with the dc universe has worked it's like and um we're going to try and like and um like create a story that basically unifies everything out of the dcu that basically says like you can bring in everything no matter how crazy no matter how stupid it's like we're gonna bring it all in it's like and i really like that i that 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 approach right here it's like maybe i don't have like the deep and dying love of dc of the dcu that i do of like the marvel universe but I appreciate the fact that, you know, it's like that this is a series that basically like thrives on the fact that, you know, it's like no, that no aspect of the DCU is too silly or ridiculous in order to, in order to bring in. And that also works both ways in the sense that, yeah, it's like, I think it's kind of gross that, you know, like, yeah, we're also bringing in like, um, aspects of Watchmen to this series, which no, no, I'm never gonna like appreciate that. But, um, it's like, but seeing how it's like, you know, like they're just like saying, hey, you know, it's like we're going to like introduce a version of Bruce Wayne who actually became Dr. Manhattan for him for a hot second before the Batman who last lobotomized him and then um, stored his body away so that he could use his, um, he could use that, use it in order to become his final form as is in the darkest night. Well, it's like, okay. It's like, I guess if you're not going to like, if you're just like, gonna like, like transition like, like quickly off from, from any Watchmen stuff into this, it's like into this um, take on the Batman. Then okay, I guess I can tolerate that. But man, it's like, it's like you know, I'm let's just say I'm glad to hear that like Alan Moore like recently signed a uh, it's like a, like a six year deal for like a new collection of like prose and like a five volume um like fantasy epic because my God, the man deserves it. It's like the man deserves to find like great success after like dc has basically like assimilated and stolen like all this stuff yes e like even the stuff included here as well but getting back on topic um i think that um death metal is a um, more successful than than metal in the sense that like it's it's willing to go crazier it's like it's willing to go stranger it's like then it's original series and it's like there's uh it's like and there are moments when it's the 
when um like Snyder just like you know like uh doesn't give in to his like his nope instincts as far as like his as far as the struggle goes. I mean, yeah, there are some points like when it's you look at it and go, oh man, it's like again, like it's like everyone just went through went and relived through like um three different crises, and you're just basically saying that they just did this for nothing. God damn it, Snyder, why you got to do this to me? So yeah, that's that's frustrating. But then there are moments when um the heroes basically realize that hey, you know what? Like the Batman who last is like is um channeling his um his energy through the earth. It's like, and we gotta destroy it in order to stop him. And um they do this, and it's like he's like, What? God damn it, no, everyone who is in my earths, go and get them. Because like Batman who laughs last plan is ultimately is to create this like this nightmare multiverse. And um, he's basically sending all these um, all these nightmare versions of of the heroes to fight them. It's like after they after they destroy the Earth and stop his power, like his like his accumulation of powers. Like, and one of them is like the Last Sun, like a version of Superman who um, who didn't land on Earth, basically went through like several different um, like star systems, like slowly gathering um, powers like from their from, from their different suns. So yeah, it's like there's lots of like big crazy stuff going on in this series. I really like that. And as, as I said, I, I like um, Wonder Woman's um like presence in this series. And since that she is like the focus of, of the series to her use of the um like of the invisible chainsaw like in the first issue to um her ascension it's like as a goddess of truth. It's like in like in the final issue. I will admit that I would have liked I think the final issue would have been more satisfying um, had we, uh, it's like, like had, like had, you know, she managed to um, get the Batman who laughs to just, you know, just suffer a bit more, just like admit that, you know, he was scared or something, but no, it's like, I think that, um, I think, I think that the finale does like does work. And, you know, it's like, as long as we don't see the Batman who laughs, um come back again. I'll just, I'll just take, so also the fact that his screams, it's like, you know, we're just like, you know, all he felt at the end, you know, the fact that, you know, Wonder Woman just so he showed him. Yeah. It's like, like who, like, who's the boss of you now? That's, that's kind of what I, what I can expect to see. But at the end, um, as I mentioned, like, you know, Dark Knight's death metal isn't um, destructive. It's constructive. It's like, this isn't like, you know, it may be like, the end of like Snyder's contributions to the DCU for a while. Like he sends it off like, you know, like with um, a lot of stuff that's with, with a lot of um, stuff to, to, uh, to draw on. It's like, you know, I haven't read um, the infinite frontier one shot that um, sets up like DCU's direction from here, but I'm reading the end of um, death metal. It's like, it just at least with the feeling that no, this isn't an ending. Even though it's you know last we'll see of Snyder's um, contributions for a while, it's basically like you know a beginning. So it's kind of like if you want to know what where the DCU is going from here, that you know, hey, even if um outside factors have indicated that hey, you know, it's like um Time Warner is like kind of like does not really see um like DC as a uh, as a big um as anything other than like a, a simple content generator from here on out. Um, death metal basically shows you, basically like makes a strong case for saying that, you know, the DC is, DCU is not dead yet and that there is a plan like, you know, for where they're, where they're going from here. So I, I can appreciate that, but I think that, you know, it's like, 
it's gonna it's probably gonna take like a good solid effort to like, convince me that you know like that that um that the DCU is going somewhere from from here on from here on out. I mean, yeah, it's like we've got Infinite Frontier and all, but um, you know, it's like it's been written by Joshua Williamson, who has not like really impressed me with his DC work. But if you've been reading um Snyder and Capullo's work, like from um since their time on on Batman, then yeah, I think you. I think you'll probably you'll you'll enjoy this. And um Capullo does like excellent work here. I mean, like everything that he's been tasked with with drawing. I mean, like his interpretations of like the the like the major different crises that have been like that his DCU has experienced up to this point, as well as the the big final um like showdown between like the DCU heroes and villains versus the nightmare multiverse of villains. It's like this is like incredible stuff. Um it's it's like it's really it, it's fantastic work and it's like and yeah it's like i just think that you know yeah it's like it's cool to see like you know capullo is still like you know hitting new heights all these years after the years after the fact that wow this is the guy just do spawn for a while huh, well that's it it's like so yeah it's like it's nice to see that you know that capullo is like is still like bringing his a game to like big big a-list like superhero stuff so yeah it's like death metal not you know the greatest event series and all but definitely like an improvement over um like um the original the original metal series and if you're like invested in a uh in following the dc's dcu's um like direction then yeah you got to read this however it wouldn't be a, a big event series if we didn't have tie-ins and my god it's like there was a ton of stuff that was published like in connection with um like with um death metal it's like and god knows i wasn't going to read um all of it it's like i mean there's some like eight dollar or nine dollar uh, like anthologies like series which i thought like wow it's like i was gonna like buy all these like specific one shots like then no it's like then yeah like this was costing like at least twice as much as i paid um for the original like, like for the hardcover itself but um i will say that i picked up um Legends of the Dark Knights, um, Trinity Crisis, Multiverses End, Robin King, and Rise of the New God. Of these um, five one-shots, I will say that Trinity Crisis is the uh, probably the most relevant of of these because it was is the only one that is solely written by Scott Snyder. Like it has art by Francis Manipole, and it basically takes place between issues three and four of the uh, main series. And it's basically the story of um, like of the heroes, like after and they've broken, they've broken Batman and the rest, Superman and the rest of the heroes out of um, Apocalypse, and they're realizing that okay, we in order to like to uh, defeat um, Perpetua and the dark Batman who laughs, we need to like get the uh, energy from these like from these crisis worlds they've created. So we've got to um, we've got to go and visit um, tri- the worlds that were created by Crisis on Infinite Earths, Final Crisis, and Infinite Crisis, and um, that while all. It, this is at the same time while um Swamp Thing, it's like um Harley Quinn, Jonah Hex, and and um Jaro have to um like navigate the uh, bowels of um it's like of ca- of the Castle Bat as well. So it's it's like I can't say that it's like a necessary read because I think that um I think that the uh, the gap between um three and four is uh I guess still pretty well it's still pretty well contained, but Trinity Crisis will like 
like I'm offering you some interesting connective material. It's like even if like there are some uh, ish, like continuity issues in the sense that you know Jonah Hex dies twice between these uh, between these these stories. So there you go. But um, the art from Francis Monopool, it's like is is so pretty is like really impressive. It's like and so it's a nice um. So it's like it's, it's like it's worth checking out just for that. And then there's um Legends of the Dark Knights, which basically tells you the stories of like you know how like certain some of these Nightmare Batman like achieve their final forms, like how just you know how um the Batman Who Laughs came came up with the idea of um stealing the uh, body of the Batman who became Doctor Manhattan. It's like and also um other stories such as the origin of the uh, Robin King, which is basically like a version of Batman who was just, like psychotic from birth. And um, I killed and basically killed his parents, like because he is like psychotic and evil, and um, basically embodies all the uh, negative aspects of a Robin that you can imagine. It's like, and also there's like there's um like uh like like the Batman who um became the uh like 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 the uh, bat the Batman who um who inhabited um Castle Bat or like the bat the Batman that is like Gotham City. It's like that's that has some like really strong art from Francesco Francavilla. It's like and just some like disturbing storytelling from Frank Thierry. It's like as um it's like as um as we get a Batman who realizes that you know I love Gotham more than anything else, even my son. It's like and um then there's um like the ocean of like Batmo Beast in um it's like the bat the Batman who downloaded his um brain to a uh, Mad Max X um like vehicle, like from Daniel Warren Johnson. It's like it's got two ages of like really strong art and all. And then there's um Garth Ennis writing um like the story, the origin of a baby Batman, who we'll come back to in a second. Which um okay, it's like it's kind of like yeah, it's like I can understand like you know like Garth Ennis writing a version of Batman who is just like you know you should be ashamed for for liking for liking it and um like who that just basically revels in like the stupidity of the con of the concept but there you go it's like and um but joel jones at least does does some decent art for like this two-page story and then there's a um, marguerite bennett and um, jamal eigel who tell us the story of like how batman put his um brain into um the uh, dinosaur in his um bat cave it's like the b-rex and all and on one hand it's like it's yeah you know, it's it's a good two-page story for like such a crazy concept but <sighs> it is worth noting that um that originally this story is supposed to be written by um, Warren Ellis with um, art with art by Jim Chung, that was pulled um, at Ellis's request repeatedly. It's like reportedly, it's like after um, working out last year that um, that he would been basically been like like a grooming and it's like and just like using his like entire female fan base as like a uh, as an all you need buffet of sexual favors, which is definitely reprehensible, but it's also like thoroughly disappointing in the sense that you realize that, you know, it's like, I what I really want to expect better from him after everything he's written, like over the years about these kind of things. But apparently he wasn't better than that. And that's thoroughly disappointing. It's also disappointing that, you know, it's like this story, it's like likely never be um, reprinted in full, even though it exists. It's like at some point. So, but moving on to more um, like likable stuff. Well, there's multiverses, end which basically tells you about um what the uh, like um what like multiverse um like just the just incarnate was doing but it's more about you know 
John Stewart just trying to convince um Owl Man from Earth Three, or basically that the evil Batman Thomas Wayne Jr. from Earth Three to just like you know help us out, but um, but Owl Man basically being like, no, it's like I want to know, I want some assurances, I want to know that I'm more important than the Batman who laughs because I'm the real evil Batman, you know. And um, as silly as that sounds, I think I think it offers further proof that um that Tinian um, does better work when he's dealing with villains. It's like than he does with heroes because this hero stuff just kind of feels like more extended like issue more than anything else. But um seeing um seeing him like like give us like a nice little arc to uh it's like to Owlman. It's how he feels that and um how he realizes hey eventually comes to realize that ha yes I am more important to this universe because I endure through like multiple like multiple versions of my own death it's like that's i was like i kind of i kind of appreciated that and all it's like that's it's like it's a nice it's like it's a nice little story it's like it has some good good art from like from like uh from one gideon it's like and um it's uh, what uh what am i gonna say here oh and um it's even forgive it's i, I think that the elements of is good enough that it allows you to forgive um like Tinian from basically just like offering what is basically a recap, like for um like for the story to this like to this point like uh, or at least using um like uh Stuart as a uh, as a mouthpiece for like story to this point. Oh, and then there's um the Robin King, which is probably like the one story here that I probably realized. Yeah, man, it's like I was. I don't think I needed to buy this, but I did anyway because I figured, well, what if this will give me some insight into this character? Like, what is the Robin King's motivation? Well, his motivation was explained in Legends of the Dark Knights. And he's just like an evil Bruce Wayne who just was like evil at a very young age that allowed him to become like an evil Robin. And that's basically about it here. Most of the story here is basically um, like Peter Tomasi and um, Riley Rossmo just like indulging in their chance to just, you know, beat up and or kill lots of very different um, superheroes. And, you know, when you're saying, when you're trying to, like, when your idea of like killing various superheroes, like, includes like sicking, um, like, different versions of Buddy Baker's or Animal Man's um, family on him to murder him and eat him, well, it's like, okay, that that's what you want and more power to you, but I really can't get on board with that, you know? So yeah, it's like the Roman King is more just like self-indulgence, like um self-indulgent grimdark bullshit. And you don't don't need to read it if you've read um like the character's origin in Legends of the Dark Knights. And then there's um the last one um that I read, which is Rise of the New God, which you know essentially like seems like it's gonna offer like a uh, cosmic perspective on um like the Batman who laughs um fight against Perpetua, but instead of it um introduces a, a new new character the chronicler who um has come from the um, omniverse to just find out just you know what is it about this particular universe that has like caused ev that like that you know causes like so many like deaths and rebirths so many crises like you know what is so special about this and like well it's like he gets to learn about all the different crises he gets to um resurrect metron to hear about it and um it's fine it's like i can't say that it was really essential and all it's like or that it that it offered a lot of um it's like 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 interesting like 
uh, perspective on like the series at this point. So it's like, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. You don't need to buy it. And in fact, I'd say like, like I said, Trinity crisis is like one of those probably the most relevant to the, uh, like to the overall like story of, of death metal, but in well, the end, at least offers like a, a solid, um, like Owlman story or at least interesting, like evil person's perspective on this stuff. So, and those are the dark nights, at least, uh, gives you like the, the bare bones, like story, like, you know, what, um, Batman who laughs, like planned to turn himself into Dr. Manhattan was, as well as like the, uh, you'll need to know this, like, um, business for, uh, like for the Robin King. So, so yeah, there's that. It's like, in fact, you probably really don't need to read any of these tie-ins. You can just read the, the main story. And, and there's also the fact that DC may just go and pull some bullshit like they did with, um, with metal and just like reprint the most important of these one shots in soft curve edition, which they did, I think would be a giant dick move, but, um, Oh, well, like I can't really stop them from doing what they're doing. But as far as like buying um death metal right now, yeah, it's like if you're if you're invested in the ongoing narrative of the DC universe, then um yeah, like then yeah, I'd say go ahead and do this. Also, like if you're a fan of like what Snyder and Capullo have been doing with with the DCU, it's like up to this point. I think it's good, it's fun, it's crazy. It, and it's like I don't like the fact that it's basically just like saying, like, hey, you know, like we're just gonna take everything about the DCU that's crazy, and we're gonna like you know invest it in the into this like one big story, and I can respect that. And also, it's nice to see them like putting Wonder Woman like front and center, which is a refreshing change from you know, hey, it's always Batman or Superman, like when it comes to the DC, DC Trinity and all. So yeah, that's cool. interesting. Yeah. So uh, so John's like, you want to what I'm gonna talk about for next time? What are we gonna talk about next time, sir? Well, this is like going to be like one of those weird years where it's like if we had if we had been going to Fonda May, then we would not be releasing like you know the uh, the podcast like the following Wednesday. So it's a question of like, well, it's like, do we do it? Do we do like the Fonda podcast like next week, next time, or the time after? So it's, it's a little unreal, really. Um, there's a virtual Fonda May going on. So only ten dollars, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that's money well spent because yes. I support the causes we all have for many years here. Um, but um, yeah, so um, it sounds like that uh, we might be doing a hidden treasures of manga. I, th- I yeah, I think that's what I'm leaning towards too, and like it's going to be something that is very obscure. It's like something that I thought I'd imagine, like you know, if I told you, if I told you that um, the creator of Prison School and Raw Hero actually did a gritty um serious story about daniel johnson the the uh, blues um, guitarist who um repeatedly, repeatedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads well yeah he did do that and like like four volumes or like two volumes collecting four volumes of the series were actually published in english before it just stopped so yeah next next time on talks about the glick it's um me and the devil blues so yeah it's akira hiromoto serious like yeah serious like all right we'll catch you next time on comp picks by the glit all right laters